I'm going to go ahead and hit go. All right. So whenever you're ready, let's do that thing. All right. Go for it. Hey. hey. Okay. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. Okay. Hey, it's Jennifer Sontag, dual citizen and founder of Italian Citizenship Concierge. You are joining me and Jeff from Vroom, 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 your way to Italy with us today. Well done. Vroom, Vroom, Veer. What? Good enough. Vroom, Vroom, Veer. It's all good. All right. I'm going to hit stop. I'll be right back. That was perfect. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Chrissy Trotter, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Veer and welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going great, Jeff. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. And I appreciate you being here, even though, you know, you got some uh, DI or some home improvement going on. <laughs> we'll just make it part of the show. It'll be great. <laughs> Podcasting is all about just come as you are. I, that's what I love about it. You know, so that's okay. It's all good. I warn the guys if they want to be in a podcast, they can walk by, but otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they have to come ask you questions, they're definitely in the show. That's okay. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. We can edit as necessary. Okay. So, uh, you are Chrissy Trotter again, and you are at destined globe Trotter. I love that. That's pretty cool. Uh, com. So talk a little bit about what you're most excited about in your business today. Yeah, well, first of all, Jeff, I don't know if you if you caught the play on words. So my last name actually is Trotter. Right. Um, I'm a guy with the last name Trotter. So it kind of fits that I was destined to be a globe trotter. Plus, right. I, I love to travel um, as evidenced by my map in the background. Um, but yes, so for Destin Globe Trotter, there's kind of two sides of to my business. One is um, I do travel content creation. So I do writing about road trips, U.S. national parks, uh, domestic and international. And the website is really starting to take off. So that has been, um, you know, it's a slow, it's a slow it process. Very, yeah. And, it's a lot of and work. I'm, yeah. And I'm starting to see the fruit of that work, which is, is really nice. I've had to learn so many skills and that's, that's Tell exciting. Me about it. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and then the other thing is uh, back in January, I started, I got my travel certification and oh, one of the things I do is plan um, custom trips for clients. And so that really fun because it, you know, one, it's a great source of content for the website. Mm. Um, and two, it's just, um, it's just fun to get out to, to talk to people and make their, their dreams come true. I've always been a big believer in bucket list travel and, right. um, I've gotten to plan some really fun and very different, um, trips for people. So that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. That so. sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a blast. So, do you go with the people that you book, or like? No. Okay. So you no, just set it I up. Have, yeah. Yeah, I have thought about that. That's something that I'd like to do in the future, but right. that's 
you know, that's probably a couple years um, away. One of the things I'd really like to do is I have a personal goal to get to Antarctica before 50. Oh my goodness. And that's a, that's a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It's um, hugely challenging. Yeah. But you I'm, can do I, it. I mean, I, you can do anything you want, right? But, yeah, yeah. I'm four years away from that. And I, um, I actually may push it up because I'm, I'm ready to do it. Oh, so yeah. yeah, so that would be a fun one to to do with people too. So, yeah, yeah. So in the I future. think you kind of have to do that one with people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you want to do that with people. Yeah, yeah. I think I think one of the troubles with the the travel advising though is it causes me to want to go even more places and and do things that I've done before, but do them a different way. And right. it's also inspired purchases. I, I'll move my screen real quick and show you. I've got this beautiful. <laughs> nice glass chandelier that um, wow. someone was on reselling on a page and I was working on a client trip to Italy and I was planning trips for them to go over to Murano and see Murano glass and stuff. And then I just happened to see one online and had yeah. To have so it. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to, I need to rein that in a little bit. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with a little retail therapy every once in a while. True. It feels True. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so exactly. you weren't always, you know, uh, you know, travel advisor and, you know, right. Or a content creator. So this no. is room, room Veer. So that means we have to go back in time and talk about your life before. So where did you grow up? Um, well, so I understand that you're a, you're a military guy. You're an Air right. Force guy. And, um, my dad was Air Force 30 years. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, retired full bird colonel. And nice. so I was born on Andrews Air Force Base. And okay. DC yeah, and, area, right? Yeah, yeah. That's where the president where Air yeah, Force yeah, One yeah. is at. And um yeah, yeah, so my uh my dad worked uh, he worked there and then uh, my mom also worked there in the um what they call the D V lounge or the distinguished visitors lounge. And so she I've got been to in a couple D V lounge. <laughs> Yeah, not, not, not because I was a DV, just because maybe I was working there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Well, this is actually, I had, so this was kind of a fun fact. So um, I think, I don't know, it was a week or two weeks before Anwar Sadat was assassinated. Um, mm -hmm. He came to the United States and um, I was there with my dad to see him and I was on his shoulders and he handed me an Egyptian flag. Oh, wow. And then I started a flag collection for me and and really, you know, probably was a good start to my love of travel. Wow. So That's it was so neat. Cute. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I started there and then uh, my dad was transferred to Wright-Patt in Dayton, Ohio. Mm, Dayton, right. Yeah. And so we were there for four years. Um, Air Force and, Museum. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I went to the, I don't, didn't go to Wright Pat, but I went to the Air Force Museum. It's fabulous. Yeah. It it's, it's really good. great. Really, really good. Um, and that was a great place to live. And then, um, and then we moved to San Antonio. Um, and mm. that's where I ended up. He was with the Air Intelligence Agency. Me and, too. Oh, wow. So oh, really? And Kelly? Kelly Air Force. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. yeah did, Neat, did huh? You know, <laughs> you know Colonel Hegel? Colonel Hegel. Wow. No, I don't I don't know. But it's a very small world, so that's weird. That yeah. I, so that I, know, I know a lot of colonels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In so AIA, he was, so he was Intel then. 
Yeah, he was. So was and he a singer like from the beginning or did he? Uh, I, okay, no. never mind. <laughs> never mind. I'll leave that alone. Yeah. Right. That's going to get me but, in trouble. <laughs> yeah. But he, uh, yeah, he did that. And then he retired, um, I don't know, sometimes sometime in the mid nineties and right. okay. finished up high school there. Um, interestingly, I met my future husband in high school there and he's an army brat. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, that's yeah. cool. That, that makes yeah. sense. Cause you yeah, kind of have like similar backgrounds, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like you're exactly. you're another weirdo like me, <laughs> right? Right. Well, and in, in San Antonio, there is there's a large That's military right. population, right. but there's also a lot of people that were born and raised there their right. whole life. Right. So right. Right. Where we were, we just you know there were I don't know it was hard to to get into the school you know be part of the school because a lot of these kids had grown up together. So. Yeah. We were kind of outliers and, um, and anyways, it, it worked out well. And, and a lot of my closest friends are actually people that I met there, um, in high school and then college. And so San Antonio is awesome, by the way. It is. I it, love it, San Antonio. I mean, know, we, I was we, there like only a little bit. So like, let yeah. me give you my San Antonio breakdown. So obviously I went to Lackland for basic and saw absolutely nothing. So, you know, even like enlisted people, so enlisted guy, um, yeah. we're supposed to be able to get out. We, there's this day, I can't remember what they called it. Anyway, <laughs> there's like a freedom day, right? Where you get to wear your blues and mm -hmm. hang out and maybe go to a Spurs game and you get like a flavor of San Antonio. And it's just yeah. a screw off day that they give for all the basic trainees. I didn't right. get to go. Oh no. Cause I had screwed up. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not good. <laughs> well, you know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> I kind of, I'll wear it as a badge of honor. So yeah. <clears throat> then later on, it, uh, I got like on a, a week's vacation that was all expense paid because I won some sort of work award. Oh yeah, I know. Cool. It was neat. Very cool. it, it was very cool. So I got like, it felt like being a celebrity. Like yeah. I was just busting around all week wearing like some, either a combination of blues or civilian clothes getting wined and dined for a week in San Antonio. That nice. was a blast. <laughs> yeah. So that was like payback for me screwing up earlier. <laughs> Maybe. It's a great town. It was it was a really nice place to grow up, but it was also at the time it was one of those things like you wanted to get out of there. Um, right. But now, you know, now as an adult with kids and stuff, we've talked about going back there and 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 moving. Um, not I really love the Riverwalk. I have to get that in there. Yes, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I Me would too. say it's like a drink friendly place. It is. It's yeah. a walk friendly place. Like you can get an yes. Airbnb or a hotel and then drink as much as you want and walk back and you're good. You know, right. you don't right. even need and an the, Uber. Yeah. And I'll tell you the, uh, the pandemic certainly helped with that too. There's like, there weren't very high restrictions to begin with. Right. <laughs> <And absolutely>, <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely do that anywhere in Texas. Yeah. So yeah, all yeah. of our, our dry counties and everything, everyone's like, no, we need a drink for this. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So you finish high school and, and are you still in Texas when you graduate? I am. Okay. Yeah. So I live in Dallas. So I slowly made the, tr the up 35 highway 35. Right. So, um, 
we, uh, my husband and I both ended up going to UT. We had already both independently, this because this was before we were dating or anything, but we both were going to the business school at the University of Texas at Austin. And we had four awesome years there. Austin's uh, great. I haven't been, but Austin's It's awesome. amazing. It's, it's, unfortunately, everybody knows about it now. So right. it, um, some people think it's really cool, but I think if you were there um, 20 years ago, it was even more cool just because <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a hidden secret, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not uh, hidden anymore, right? No, and we've yeah. always had a traffic problem, and it is really bad now. So right. uh, so anyway, so uh, – and at the time, I, I actually got a degree in management information systems, and I was – Oh, wow. I, yeah, I um, – and so I went to work for IBM. And at the time, if you were going to do consulting or anything like that, like Austin was deep, deep IT at the time. And okay. I didn't want to be deep, deep IT. I wanted to be like the business side of it. And so there were two options, Dallas and Houston. And I didn't want to go to Houston. So I went to Dallas. <laughs> What's wrong with Houston? Hey, oh, you know, Houston is super muggy. I don't know. Other yeah. Than- Dallasites call it the armpit of Texas, but you know, I know I shouldn't say that because I have a lot of friends that are in Houston <clears> and I, it actually is a wonderful city. Right. So, right. So it just had a bad rep. <laughs> just a saying. I, I get it. I get it. Well, they so. did get hit by a really bad uh, hurricane not too long yes. ago, but that's yes. anywhere hurricane. in Texas. Right. Right. Yeah. You are on yeah. the Gulf coast. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you end up with a MIS degree and you get a job in Dallas with IBM. So yes. what are you doing at IBM? Well, um, one of my first projects, I was supposed to be a programmer. And um, you know how you get in college and you're like, so I didn't even think this is one of my veers, I guess. Yeah. You, you get in college and at some point you're committed and you're like, I'm going to get this degree because I started with it. And totally. <laughs> I don't want to like reshuffle <laughs> right. or whatever. Let's so, just finish this and then we'll figure that the next thing. Yeah, let's yeah. let's just get get it done. Fortunately, my very first project was with American Airlines and um they to this day are one of my favorite clients and it was so much fun and um I I was able to do things that were related to like business process and mm-hmm. uh, and more strategic sort of thinking. And um, I fell in with this group in IBM that was a strategy and change group. And oh, wow. okay. Yeah. And uh, I just, it was great. And they took me under their wings and um, they usually didn't hire undergrad. It was MBAs and above, but, um, but okay. we hit it off and, um, and, and I loved it. So it was nice. It was a small group within IBM that focused on travel and transportation clients. So wow, that's kind of perfect for you. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I, I made myself a subject matter expert in in airlines and specifically like operations and then customer experience. So how to make the airport, um, you know, within the airline that I was working with, whichever it might be, you know, how do you get a customer through faster? How do you improve their experience? And uh, yeah, and I absolutely loved it. It it was great because not only sometimes I was at headquarters, sometimes I was in the field doing things and it was right up my alley. So it sounds like not being a programmer either. So that's good, right? Yeah. So that that, that year was a good, it was a good thing. And I just, you know, I was so into all the stuff I, you know, I have an unusual amount of knowledge about how baggage goes through an airport. (laughs) 
you know, <laughs> very super specific, people, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure most people care about that, but, um, but I loved it. I loved oh, I everything. I, 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 I'm so. always curious about how things work behind the scenes. You yeah. Know, like if you're walking around Disneyland or something and you see those secret doors where the, the employees go, I right. always, I always want to go behind the scenes. Right. I know. I I'm always, it doesn't, I don't want to do anything. I just want to run yeah. around and look at people. Oh, look, <laughs> it's an Oopa Loopa. My father-in-law lives in Jonesboro, Arkansas, and they, they grow a bunch of rice there. That's like one of the, the biggest places that they grow rice in the U S. Okay. Didn't know that. Um, didn't know that either. Went, just learned. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Before I went, I sent a note to a rice company and I was like, can I just come and see, can you give me a tour? They never responded. They must've thought I was crazy, <laughs> but I was serious. I, yeah. I love that. Stuff, well, so. I, I did uh, a bunch of, uh, temp temp jobs while I was screwing around after I retired. Uh, yep. so I retired and then I did like some time doing school. So mm-hmm. I was just like you. In my college degree, I got about like almost done and went like, okay, well, now I have a psychology degree and I learned I don't want to be a psychologist. Right. <laughs> I think most people do that or well, maybe not most, but a lot of people find right. that out. But one of the things that I did as a temp job is uh, I did like a migration, a PC mm-hmm. migration at LAX. So mm, there was oh. like almost, I want to say upwards of a thousand or ish. PCs Mm -hmm. going from seven to 10. No, 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 not that. The XP to seven (laughs) migration. Right. But so that's boring, (laughs) but I got to go behind the scenes. Right. So not only like in the terminal, we spent very little time in the terminal. Turns Mm -hmm. out the only people in the terminal that are work for the airport is the janitorial staff. So they don't have many computers for them. Oh, but yeah. there's a ton of other employees in it all. There's like this city that is LAX that's separate yeah. from LA. <laughs> I, I actually, I worked at the LAX airport. Oh, um, really? They were, yeah. They were opening up a new terminal. Did and you work I, for La- Lawa? I did work for Lawa. Oh, yep. that's so, great. Construction oh, awesome. out there. And um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was fascinating. So um, yeah, if you ever go back, I've got a good taco shop down the street that I've been <laughs> Let me know. (laughs) My, the strangest thing that happened to me, remember we talked about the DV suite? Uh I think my time in the Air Force sort of like, like unconsciously programmed me to be okay around colonels and generals. Like Mm -hmm. how to just be like professional and smart seeming and don't talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) Cause they're really busy and they don't give a shit about what's going on in your life. Right. (laughs) They got stuff to do. <laughs> They're busy. They're just busy. Right. So yeah. if they ask you a question, answer short, short. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Got it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Anyway. So they, they made me do all the DV stuff in, oh. in the Lawa suite. Yeah. So I was the C-suite guy. They're like, this yeah. guy can handle that. He's not going to get us in trouble. <laughs> Right. That's, you know, that's great. There's, well, there's you know, for sure. It's not like I got paid extra, you know, no. <laughs> it's a temp job, but it was no. interesting. You know, it was just like, they, they see stuff. It was like, okay, this guy is not going to get me in trouble saying something stupid in front of that guy. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on from me and my crap. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, so this IBM job sounds like it was kind of fun. So, oh, it was great. Yeah. yeah How long does this last? 
Um, actually, 15 years. Um, so That's yeah, a long job. It, it was with the caveat I did. Um, I am a big believer in sabbaticals um, because nice. you want to talk about rooming and and veering. I um, I'm kind of a, like when I get into the zone with working, I I work a lot and I have a hard time shutting off my brain. Understood. And, yes. So, um, so, you know, sometimes there's been, you know, a couple times in my life where I've just had to kind of tap the brakes and say like, this is, this is too much. It's going too far. Gotcha. So one of those things, um, after college, my husband and I did, a th- and a couple of friends, we did a three month trip around Europe and we backpacked. Oh, wow. And that absolutely loved it. Yeah. yeah we Western Europe, we did like nine countries, had a URL pass. It right. Was a, <clears throat> that is a blast. That, yeah. Then from that, I, you know, I told my husband, um, who again, we still aren't married at this point, but um, we dated for 10 years before we got married. But That's a good um, idea. It, I think it is. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I would say the first five years, I, my first five years of my marriage were really uh-huh. rocky. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's like you discover things about each other as you go. Right. So, so true. Yeah. yeah. And people used to always say like, why, you know, why hasn't he asked? Like you should be worried. And I'm like, I don't want him to ask. Like we're, we are, you we're know, like, yeah, let's just, let's yeah, just don't yeah, ruin it. Don't is, ruin yeah, it. Good. <laughs> yeah, um, it happens anyway. all the time. Like there's, there's like these unanswered, unasked, unanswered questions in relationships. And, right. and as soon as you ask, it's, it's like over. It's like, that's a showstopper for me. Okay, we're done. You know, it's like, oh, I wish I would have known that before we got married. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. So the other thing too is, you know, so we took that trip. That kind of made me decide that I wanted to travel more. Like I wanted to do a bigger backpacking trip around the world. Right. So when we started working, we made sure that like that was a priority that we were going to save money. We wanted to not only contribute to retirement, but we also wanted right. to contribute to this trip. And then we wanted wow. to be able to come back and have enough money for a down payment for a house. So that's a lot of, obviously a lot of things. Um, so it took us several years to, to save that money, but, um, but that was what we were both working towards and we were just keeping our expenses largely at a minimum. That's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But then, so then we decided to, um, we were ready. We had enough money and, and we were thinking about, you know, we got married, um, which was great. And then we decided like, after that, we'll get take work like another year and then let's take a break and let's, you know, do this round the world trip. Okay. So that's what we did. We, um, wow. yeah, we, did I you get one of those, like, uh, what do they call that? The, uh, those tickets that go around the world. Yes. And <laughs> this is another reason why I love American Airlines, because while I was I was very astute and good, I thought I was pretty good at putting together a ticket. I could not make it work. And so um, and we were actually doing it on miles because both he and I were working in different mm. cities, coming back home on the weekends. OK. Uh, and so we uh, are keeping all your miles. Wow. Yeah. So That's we started great. to book a trip on miles and I, I couldn't make the whole ticket work. You can do up to 16 segments, 16 to 20 segments. And so, um, but I couldn't get it to work. And so I just decided to do point to point. So our very first ticket was to go to Peru to Machu Picchu. And yeah. so I, I still want to go there. it's awesome. Mm. It's awesome. But yeah. They've Did had you take that train? 
Yes, we did do that. I wanted to do the um, the hike, but you can't do that until um, you have to plan for that in advance. Right, and right. You need, yeah, I mean, need, there's more clearance, time. right? Yeah, because they, they limit the people on there for good reason. Yeah. But uh, so we did the train. Uh, yeah, but but anyways, I got a call from American Airlines one day because they see all these tickets on hold. And this lady's like, hi, I'm from Adva- the Advantage Desk. What are you trying to do? <laughs> 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 and I, so I told her the whole thing and, yeah. uh, and she did she it actually, for you, right? She, not only did she help me with that, she took over our reservation for the entire year that we were gone. Oh, wow. And, um, because after we got it all, all planned, I said, I said, just out of curiosity, like, what's the point difference between, you know, uh, like to go up to business class and it was only 40,000 points per <clears throat> person more. Okay. So I, so we we booked a ticket in business class for around the world, but oh, there were wow. a lot of segments that we couldn't get business class. We right. were in the back, but she said, "I'll just keep checking while you're gone." And so she checked every day for us, and we get up. It was amazing. Wow. And yeah. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people rag on American Airlines. I got nothing bad to say. I've always had a great experience with them. You must have had a million points. <laughs> uh, we had yeah. Combined. My husband. Yeah, my husband's a million miler and I'm very close, but I'm not because I worked so long for American Airlines that I didn't get um they didn't give me the the points and the credit. Oh, <laughs> so, because you yeah, so I, I would, don't get them. Oh yeah, I'd very dense. much be over a million miles, but uh but wow. yes. Technicalities. Yeah. What yeah. a bummer. <laughs> I got I got free tickets, but I didn't get any yeah, I didn't get the credit. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about where you went. Because it sounds like I mean Obviously, you went around the world, but you can't go everywhere. <laughs> yes. So just give us took, some highlights. Yeah. We took a map, a paper map. Okay. And because we were trying to figure out how to do this. And we first we looked at it and we were like, And you're okay, starting where? You're still in Dallas? Uh, it was from Dallas. Okay. Yep. So we did like three months on in South America, three months in, in Asia, you know, blah, blah, blah. We had two rules. Uh, the first was that it couldn't be over $100 a day. So that knocked out, you know, most first, first world countries. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. And then the second one was we didn't want to go places where we would go probably on, on their own. So like if it was a trip, we knew that we would go to this place. So you're um, not going to Rome and Paris, right? Right. Okay. Right. So that, that was, that was, those are so the two guys. This is sort of like a backpacky kind of flavor. It was definitely a backpacky kind of trip. <laughs> okay. so, um, and so anyway, so we ended up, um, you know, kind of putting how many months we were going to do each continent. Wow. And then we took the map, ripped it in half. My husband took the right side. I took the left side and um, he planned everything on the right. I planned everything on the left. And wow. so we didn't know what we were doing on the other side of the map that we weren't planning. So, okay. That's fun. Um, it was fun, but it was also necessary because it was like otherwise too overwhelming. Right. And, you know, a lot of people say like, eh, you know, you should, you know, it, it's more fun just to to go around, which we did. As soon as you get going, you meet other backpackers and hostels and you you change around your itinerary and stuff. Right. But I'm one of the people like, I want to know what's there so that I don't miss what's there while I'm there. So yeah, I yeah, do, totally. I do the research and then, um, <clears throat> Then I know if something better comes up, you know, that I'm going to switch around. So, um, so 23 countries we did, um, 
we Peru, Brazil, Argentina, Chile. Um, we oh. did uh, we did a ten day safari in Ken- Kenya and Tanzania, up to Egypt. We did Malaysia, Singapore, um, wow. uh, Vietnam, Laos, uh, yeah. Thailand. Uh, yeah, and then we went over. I'm trying to think. We did end up in Australia because when we were in Vietnam, we met um, some good friends that were still friends to this day. They actually just came to visit us. Um, And so they got engaged while we were on the trip and we went to visit them then. And then we went back for their wedding. Oh, fun. Yeah. And then go in Australia. We did. um, They live in Perth. So we did. um, We did Sydney and Perth on that trip. And then Mm. we've since been to Melbourne. So, um, Yeah. Um, and then we did China, Mongolia, and Russia. We did the Trans-Mongolian. Um, wow. And we did Georgia and Armenia. And I'm sure I'm forgetting other countries, but right, um, right. those, those <clears throat> were the highlights. So. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. But, you know, you talk about like, you know, you go from my husband and I were not with each other during the week to being together 24 seven. So that's a transition. That's, that's a transition, but it, you know, and, so and how did we were, you work that out? Talk, talk, did, uh, did you stress out about it or did it just sort of like naturally organically? Cause you kind of have to figure out ways to give right. each other space. I would imagine. For sure. Yeah. Um, the, the Otherwise you're going to murder each other. <laughs> Right. The main thing is just logistics when we were traveling and we have two kind of different approaches to things. So, um, you know, he is very much like, whatever, let's, you know, let's take the easiest path. If it's, if it's more, um, expensive, that's okay to beat the frustration. Right. Spend a little money to save a little stress. Yeah. And I'm very much the opposite. Like if we're not, you know, haggling, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't want to be treated different as a tourist and I don't want to screw it up for the people behind me that are traveling. So um, so I'm going to get in there and I'm going to, I'm going to haggle and stuff. Like when we were in India, um, I forgot to mention India, when we went to India for uh, six weeks and like you get in these tuk-tuks and, you know, you have to negotiate the price and stuff. And and I would get into these heated things with the driver or whatever. And then you settle the price and then yeah. everybody's friends and it's fine. Right. And so anyways, it, my husband looked at me one time and he goes, I just want you to know that we spent five minutes arguing over 10 cents. <laughs> I was yeah. like, it's the point. <laughs> yeah. But you had fun in those five yeah, minutes. And I did, yeah. And, and the guy was fine too. We were both just like laughing and, you know, I don't, at the end, you know, it's right. serious at and then it's like whatever you know and it's totally and it's, it's totally not worth it but it's worth it yeah it, yeah it's not about the money right, right. <laughs> I, get a, I get a kick out of all that stuff i love going to markets and you and my you and my wife would get along yes yeah. <laughs> i'm your husband and you're my wife <laughs> yeah. well, there you go. all right i'm like really a dime (laughs) but but the thing is is i don't want to take away her joy i learned that right right if if she wants to do that and you know what's five minutes what's a dime you know i don't want to take away her joy (laughs) so so what ultimately ended up happening on that is we just decided on logistics day we took turns and oh like 
it was my day. He didn't say anything and I handled right. everything. It's also really stressful that day because we went, people had cell phones, we had cell phones, but we didn't bring them. It wasn't because it was so expensive to call and do right. things at the time. This was sure. 2000, 2007. Right. So we, um, we literally would just show up somewhere on a bus or whatever and right. have to walk around to guest houses or whatever and, and talk to people. Right. And so that is stressful. Um, and so it gave the other person a break. And then we also weren't like getting mad at each other. So uh-huh. that's, that's how we like a little that. like division of labor. <laughs> right. Right. And then otherwise everything else was fine. It fell into place. So yeah, my yeah. wife, like when she, she does all the travel arranging. So mm-hmm. she went to school, uh, in Japan. So she's from oh. Japan, still has mm-hmm. a Japanese passport. So we have to travel at least to yep. Japan. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. yeah. But so she really, really digs on having that, you know, bop, bop agenda, you know, bing, bop, the whole trip. Right. Mm. She's okay with, you know, changing it just like what you said. Right. She's yeah. like, she has to have that plan or she can't mm. go. Right now, it, it, the plan is never going to be a hundred percent, you know, check, 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 check. That never, ever happens, <laughs> but at right. least you have it. You know, I don't even, yeah, I don't even look at it once I get to a place. I just, you know, it's like, if there's things I want to do, it's like, okay, well, we're going to do that here, there, whatever. And I kind of think about the time. And mm. if it's something that doesn't really matter when you go, just, I just make sure we do it while we're there. Right. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, we had, we had to adjust because she was very like enamored with Japanese bus trips. Uh huh. So they're great. I'm sure they are. I, I love them. Japanese people are a lot shorter than me. No offense, <laughs> Japanese people. <laughs> yeah. Well, well so J- Japan they is... Yeah, they don't build those buses for, for American legs. So True. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay yeah. with it, but I'm like, it's okay, but let's not make it like multi-day bus trip. <laughs> <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> okay. Well, Japan is definitely on my list. I've, I've never been... Um, mm. and- that, you know, at the time, that was one of those places that that would be first world country. It's expensive. Yeah, yeah, it would be first world plus. Um, it's I knew so big that, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's now that it's opened back up. I'm, I'm, um, I'm hoping to go in the next year or two for sure. Right, right. So. Um, keep your eye on the Japan Rail Pass because there's oh. m- mucho uh, controversy about. I don't know how it it would affect you, but I think. My wife is pretty mad because the price is going up. It's been like forever cheap, super cheap, right? And yeah. now they're trying to make it like a lot less cheap. <laughs> right. So probably but, just for me to get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still a good deal, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, once you get used to a price, then that's kind of like, you know, and it hasn't gone up ever. So, right. You know, right. But anyway. Um, yeah. So, okay. Wow. So that's a year. That was a year. It was, that was a year. <laughs> July 6th to July 6th. So a year wow. and a day. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. So did you go back to work? I did. I was okay. really lucky. Um, my, my boss had let me take a leave of absence. My goodness. And that's amazing. As it, as it got to the end of it, we wanted to keep going. And, right. uh, 
but I was, I was too afraid to ask, but, uh, but it was funny because then I reached out and said, okay, so, you know, I don't remember. It was like, I'm a month away. And he's like, really, it's been a year already. And I'm like, ah, I shouldn't have said anything. (laughs) 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 But, um, right. yeah, no, it was it was great. I was very very fortunate to have such a support supporting management team. So wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so so I went back. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You were going to say you went back to work. I went back to work, and um, I was there for another. Um, I don't know, five years or so, okay. and my husband and I had fertility issues. Um, one of which being we weren't in the same place, uh, <laughs> which was a big one. That's an issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but anyways, there were other things. So uh, I ended up getting off the road and so did he. And he actually, after that trip came and, and was working locally, uh, and I was still traveling. And then we, um, I ended up taking a role in sales at IBM and I was the customer relationship manager between IBM and Southwest Airlines. So I was on site at Southwest um, for a couple of years and basically any issue that they had with IBM came to me or if we were trying to sell something to them, I would be the person to um, make introductions, connections, things like that. Um, And it it was such a great opportunity, obviously, for me you know, to, to be locally and stuff, but, um, it just sales is not actively selling is not one of the things I enjoy. The way that I can sell things is through the way I deliver things. Okay. And this, I was, I was at the mercy of other people delivering things and it was kind of, it was stressful for me. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But I, um, irrespective, you know, I, I was able to, to get pregnant and my plan was just to take maternity leave and, um, and come back, which I did. Um, and then I realized I just couldn't shut off my brain again. And, you know, I'm thinking, and, and, you know, when, I don't know if you have any children, but when you first have kids, you're trying to figure out like a lot of things and, and it's a constant struggle of guilt. Like, you know, if you're yeah. doing work, you're like, I'm not giving my kid enough attention and blah, blah, blah. Right. So, um, I went back, yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's really tough. Right. And, so, um, I did that for a few months and I just didn't feel like I was giving anybody the best of me. So, mm, makes sense. Um, and so I, I veered again and I, um, I went in and I I tried to tender my resignation and um, I talked to my second line manager and and she said, "Would you come back?" And I said, I, I said, yeah, but I said I really don't know how long this is going to take. She offered me a three year leave of absence, which was hugely generous. Wow. And um, yeah, so I so I took took the leave of absence again. Um, and then within a year, uh, the whole management chain had had changed. Okay. And and they went. They were going through a reduction in force, and so I got rift. Um, wow. Which worked great because I got a compensation package. Oh wow! Okay. I was going to quit before, if you right. recall. I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. So no complaints there, and. Um, and yeah, it all, it all worked out. And so, um, this was supposed to be a temporary plan. It was supposed to be a couple of years. Um, and it turned into longer than that. We had our second child and in 2015. So we've got a girl and a boy now, wow. um, 
girl that's almost 11, uh, Harper, and then our son Oliver is almost eight. Nice. Um, yeah. And, you know, and between just raising them and then COVID and stuff like that, um, that's, you know, that, that was a good, you know, they're now getting to the age where, you know, I felt like they're a little I, bit more on autopilot, you know, they can they take are. care of themselves. Yes. Right. And, right. and so, you know, and I, you know, you have these different identity things as you get older and you so go true. through different stuff and like, you know, as much as I love identifying as a mom and stuff, I don't, I don't, um, there was a whole career side of me that there's a whole, <clears throat> like all my friends that are, that are new since we've had kids, you know, you end up having a lot of parent friends and it's like, nobody knows the Chrissy that, I still identify as, <laughs> right. you know, as this career woman. They're, they're so, just mom Chrissy. They only know yeah. one piece of Chrissy, right? <laughs> right. You know, and not that, you know, not that you have to prove anything to anyone or whatever, but anyway. I it, get it. Yeah. It, it, it was just sort of an identity crisis. And so I started during, um, <laughs> I actually decided uh, it was less than a month before COVID came to the U.S. that I was like, I'm doing this. I'm doing the website. And, you know, okay. I met a. I hadn't seen for a while at Starbucks. We just ran into each other and she's like, what's going on with the travel stuff? Are you going to do something or what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm totally doing it. And then like, and then I took it as a sign of the universe when um, we were grounded, you know, March 13th. Right. (laughs) Okay. I I guess I should do that now. (laughs) Well, actually I was like, uh, I think I misread the universe, but (laughs) really, yeah. Oh, okay. So I yeah. get it. You don't get I had the to travel. Little, right. Right. You yeah. I was yeah. like, I got to go through a little bit of mourning first, but, um, but shortly thereafter I, it was, you know, it was a good time out obviously. And so that's when I started working on the website. So. Okay. Really- but, uh, there was a lot of people surging to buy a camper yes. and camping gear during lockdown. That is true. And I did, right. I, did up, <laughs> I did write up some articles for that. And um, I do have some some great articles on my site about that. that right. um, it was that during did. lockdown that I started uh, sniffing around like, like, what do they call that? Like the van life people and <laughs> the people like camping. And and so my wife and I, I we used to have an RV. We, we bought an RV while I was still active duty. And mm-hmm. we only kept it for a little while. <laughs> I learned that uh, I really like camping, but I don't need an RV. Um, yeah, because an RV just costs a lot of money. <laughs> you're not you're not making any money by having one. That's for no, sure. not at all. Not well, I think either. you know if you if you like don't have a house, you could probably make it work. Right. right? If if the RV is literally where you live all the time, and you know you're not paying like extra storage in eight different cities. <laughs> That right. could work. It could work, right? But I mean, yep. I don't need it. Is my point was like, I'm happy in a tent. <laughs> you know, yeah, the whole point is like being outside, right? So, taking a house with me with all my crap, I I don't need it, right? And it turns yeah. out my wife would just rather be in a hotel. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, that's fair too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so- it's. Funny. We've found that like we are, you know, so we did that backpacking trip around the world. We had right. just a backpack under um, 25 pounds and nice. like, and that's what we used for a year. The same clothes, you right. know, we washed all of our stuff in the, if you, know, you get the, the right stuff, it works. Yeah. Good yeah. gear is 
the key. But but when we camp, we've found we are maximalists and <laughs> everything. So okay. uh, you want a glamp. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We actually, it's funny. So we've, we've had our camper. Um, I think we got it in 2017 or something. But you have like a van camper, right? Is that a, a what do you no, have? We've okay. Had, we have a, a trailer and it's a hybrid trailer. So we, oh, it's neat. hard rides. And okay. then I, I also like you, I like the, you know, I like to hear the sounds and to feel like I'm camping when right. I'm camping. Okay. So, so the oh. sides pop out and they're canvas. So ah, we like a Starcraft pop-up kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, except it does have hard sides on, okay. on and then the two ends pop out into, um, into canvas. So, I like it. yeah. So it's nice. It's, it's a nice mix of, um, you know, tent slash of, not on the ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's, that's perfect. Yeah. That, yeah. And whatever works for you. Exactly. Yeah. That was yeah. one thing we learned during the pandemic that like, apparently we're kind of, um, pandemic proof in some ways. Like we had, we already had a chest freezer full of food. You nice. know, we had, yeah. we had our camper, um, right. Okay. We had, we had, uh, we had bought at Costco, one of those heated seat bidet things. So, oh, you know, had wow. a, had a toilet paper, we were in good shape. <laughs> that's funny i actually bought a bidet during lockdown did you yeah 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 there's this company i can't remember omigo omigo (laughs) and they build like this this little bidet it costs like 60 bucks i paid Mm. somebody to install it for me because i'm really bad with plumbing (laughs) that costs 60 bucks (laughs) well that was good you got a good deal on that because we a lot more on the plumbing. So this is super simple and it's not heated. So that's oh. the key, right? So if it were heated, it would cost way more money. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the key. We had yeah. electricity. You gotta have the electricity and yeah. Or you could you could plumb from the hot water that I didn't want to do either. So yeah. mine is just super simple. I live in Vegas. The water's literally never cold. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need the heat. It's already yeah. it's passively hot. I mean, it's literally yeah. like it the the cold water is hot during the summer, you know, so it's like that would just be you know, a waste. It's funny cuz I I had never really experienced that and then my husband has a bunch of family that's in um South Dakota. They live close to Mount Rushmore and they've got so much geologic activity that oh, wow. Yeah. And so, you know, it's funny, you're like, you sit on the toilet and all of a sudden like the heat, you know, like rises. And I was like, what is going wow. on? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's, it's got this sulfuric smell and stuff. Oh, and wow. like, I, yeah, it so, was kind of great. Where is that? You said South? South Dakota. So they're okay. um, near Mount they're Rushmore. In, That's yeah, volcanically kind of, a- active, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Now I need to go. Yeah. So that's yeah. huge in Japan. You know, like Japan is like volcanic islands, right? Right. So like the huge, like their, everything about their culture and their myth is right. all tied to geothermal volcano, sulfur smell. It's like magic <laughs> for them. Yeah. 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 So they, you know, when they go like on vacation and they go to like hot spring baths and stuff, they want to go up to those steaming yellow like vents and like put that stink on them. That's like yeah. magical. And I'm like, I went along with it. I'm like, wow, this really reeks. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. But okay. So that, that means I have to put like South Dakota on the list because my wife will love that. 
Oh, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the the thing I was going to bring up is uh, we discovered during lockdown that uh, people are living and camping full time in, in a Prius. Oh, you said you were going to go on a, yeah. a trip. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think we're going to do a whole hell of a lot of camping in a Prius. Yeah. I don't think. But we can. Yeah. Right? So we'll bring the tent, right? We'll bring Does it have all a the gear. tent that goes over the back? Or you can buy those, yeah. So like they have these, you know, the, the our Prius is a hatchback. Mm-hmm. So they have this whole tent rig that will like attach. They've got several versions, but the kind that I like is sort of like it's like a tent that sort of like makes a like a sitting area. Nice, yeah. Then yeah, you I've... can leave your hatchback up right. all night and you mm-hmm. get a lot more legroom. It's easier to get in and out. So right. I'm I haven't bought it yet, but if I bought anything that attaches to the car, that would be the one that I got. Cause like I don't even know if I'd want to sleep in there, but it would be nice to like sit there and do Netflix and chill, right? In the evenings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I've seen too, and I don't know if it's custom to the car type or whatever. It's got to be, but there's um, there's like uh, sleeping things that are they've got blow up ones, and then yep. they've got just foam mats that are custom yep. cut so yep. that yep. they fit in the back. Yeah, I, I looked at the custom cut ones. Uh, I don't know if I'll go that route because <laughs> I found the ones that are super cheap on Amazon, and I think they'll fit. Yeah, well, and that they works. pack up real easy, right? <laughs> yeah. My my thing is like go cheap first, you know, right. and then if right. it doesn't work out, you can always upgrade from there. Yeah, I've yeah. got uh, I've got a Subaru, and uh, I've been wanting to do so. There's so many fun, you know, accoutrements that you can do with that. But right. we just take the truck and and the trailer. But anyway, yeah, yeah. But but my Subaru is my road trip car. I used to have a Ford Flex, and I loved that. Yeah. Um, but I live in downtown Dallas and somebody stole it from the front of my house. (laughs) I no longer have that. (laughs) Took it on a joy ride and and totaled it. Oh no. Um, Yeah. But, but the Subaru is, is great too. It's just doesn't have quite as much room as my, uh, as my, my old one, my flex. Well, the good thing about the Prius is it gets really good gas mileage. Yeah. So even if we just end up going Airbnb or hoteling or whatever, Right. right. We're not going to be spending, you know, RV cost on gas. <laughs> right. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I'm we're looking forward to that. So I just finished up what I hope to be my last job uh, the end of April. Oh, so we've been doing this thing called uh, financial independence, retire early. Mm-hmm. So that's basically just being thrifty. Right. Yeah. And we don't have kids. So. Mm-hmm. And then I also have an Air Force retirement. <clears throat> yes. And it turns out we were, we were more or less doing that without knowing we were doing it mm-hmm. for before I figured it out. Right? Yeah. So it was during lockdown. It's funny. It's a good story. I asked my wife, because one of the key things is, is you need to know, like dialed in how much you spend every year, right? And you can do the math on how much is enough, right, in the, in yeah. the retirement pile. And I was struggling to figure it out. And I just asked her, I said, how much do we spend in a year? And she's like, what year? And I'm like, every year. And she's like, well, every year is a little different. How many years do you want to know? <laughs> right? And she came back and I went, well, the last five years. And she was like, okay, 15 minutes later or less, she came with a sticky. Uh-huh. 
very exact numbers. <laughs> very impressive. She already knew. So we do division of labor when it comes to money. Yeah. So she does the checkbook and the credit card, and she but, is like an accountant, right? Mm-hmm. Every receipt. If there's not a receipt for it and I spent money, she's saying, what is this? <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. And it's yeah. not me, and I can always justify it. It's not, you know, like uh, allgirls.com or anything like that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, exactly. I have a real receipt. <laughs> Here it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's- and it's it's maybe not the best purchase ever, but here's the receipt, right? So yeah. So, but once I knew that number, everything got easy. I was like, okay, I can quit now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I'll I'll tell you what you um, also when you travel, a lot of times you spend less than you do at home. Um, Strangely so that, enough, yes. Yeah the the year we were gone, we obviously didn't make any money, and right. um, we didn't. But we spent a fraction of of what um, you know the, the the whole trip ended up costing us bet- between the two of us seventy thousand dollars. That's not bad. Which, that sounds like a lot. But, seventy thousand um, dollars each, or both of you? No, total. 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 Okay. Yeah, That's and not um, bad. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't for a and, year on the road. Uh, yeah, now it would be more, of course, traveling around the U.S. or or other places, but. Right. Um, but anyway, the point is you can, you can do it. So, um, right. So let yeah. me ask you this before we're getting ready to wrap up. So let's talk real quick before I ask my last question. <laughs> so you are Chrissy and you're at destinedglobetrotter.com. So talk a little yeah. bit about how people can best get in touch with Chrissy. Sure. So I have the website. It's, you know, it's HTTPS, uh, com. and also right. on Instagram at destined underscore globe trotter. Um, so Destin okay. is, you know, yeah, I spelled it out. It's D E S T I N E D. Um, and then I also have a Facebook, um, page. And so, um, it's just slash destined globe trotter, all one word. Got it. So. Perfect. So yeah. what was I going to ask? I was going to ask one more. Now I'm blanking. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. What did you do with your house when you were gone for a year? We hadn't bought it yet. So we waited. We were in an apartment. And then when we got back, that was the first thing we did is we shopped for a house. Oh, um, so you just didn't even pay rent or anything for that whole no, year? Yeah. No, we, the only thing we had was a storage unit. Um, nice. Smart. So, yeah. So that was really nice. And then um, the market, was it was like a great time to buy. And this this was right 2008, everything, you know. Yeah, yeah, crash. Right. <laughs> and so. <laughs> Perfect. We were, yeah, we were actually able to buy. A, a, we live in a historic district, a house that we could not afford, you know, now or, you know, or it would have taken us a long time to get to it. We were I able bet. to get to it sooner. So, yeah, wow. we've been in the same place for 15 years. and Good for absolutely. You. Yeah, so you're not I'm, planning to sell the house and 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 travel full time. It's okay. Really. I have I actually tried I tried to talk my kids into it. my daughter's going into middle school and I'm like, man, middle school sucks. I was like, wouldn't you rather like travel <laughs> just travel the on the road and we'll homeschool you? Yeah, yeah. but I quickly learned like I I could do it with my son, my daughter, I can't teach her anything. So that mm. would just not work. But not work. Uh, yeah, but I am a big believer in in they call it world schooling, which is basically homeschooling on the road and stuff. And I I am I, I 
I love it. It's just probably not for our particular family, but, um, I get but it. I, <laughs> no, you know, there's a lot of people that want to do that and bless them. If you, if you've got two people and you can make it work, I think it would be awesome. Yeah. I don't know if it would work for me. I honestly don't know. I was the yeah. one willing to give it a try, but my wife, she likes doing like, uh, selling stuff on eBay. So, oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. So that if that's what you want to do, you need a place to put stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And we've already factored in the, the mortgage and all the house bills. So we don't, yeah. we can travel and keep the house. So it's all good. Well, I'll tell you what, the things that I wasn't able to do um, before the pandemic, like with my job, just because while IBM was very much, they've always been uh, people working independently and working from home and stuff like that. Clients okay. weren't ready for that. But I think, you know, the world's changed a lot because of the pandemic right. and there's a lot, it's an exciting time and you can do all that stuff remotely. And so, um, yeah. So you I think totally it, work from the road now. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So there's um, a lot of people doing that. And you always could, or not always, but for, you've been able to do it for a long time, longer than people realize, right. but um, it's easier it's now. I mean, yeah. fruition. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's a lot easier. Yeah. People like just businesses are more open to just working with you, you know? Yeah. Right. As long as people don't muck it up, I'm, I'm afraid like all this <laughs> quiet quitting and stuff. I'm like, come on, people, stay to work so we can all still work remotely. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll get dialed back. I mean, yeah. you know, it will, you know, but I think, you know, the jig is up, right? The, the companies that like are hard on you must be in the office, they'll, you know, that won't last forever either because people right. will just stop working there. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a blast. Uh, yeah, maybe we should do it some more, you know, come back yeah. anytime, wait at least awesome. six months or a year and uh, we can catch up on each other's travels. Maybe you'll get yeah, to Japan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Chris, Chrissy, I was going to call you Christina again. <laughs> you have Thank a good you, one. Jeff. Right. I appreciate your time. It was lots of fun. All right. Take it easy. Have a good one. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer. Vroom Vroom Veer.